I'll swallow your soul! Welcome everyone to episode four of Coffins and Coffee with Dave and Ophelia. We have just gotten notice. I don't know if you've gotten notice, but we uh, here in Los Angeles, we've just gotten notice that uh, apparently the groundhog has seen its shadow. So we get four more weeks of quarantine. Yay! So we'll be here for a while. We hope that you all are staying safe wherever you're at. Um, and like last week, I thought I'd start us off with something maybe a little bit positive and pull another tarot card. Pull that. Pull that beach. So today's card is the Eight of Pentacles. And, you know, with, with tarot cards, every card is kind of different. Every deck is different. You know, they have different designs. Um, this is from the Rider Waite set that is sort of the standard one that everyone's used to. Um, a lot of people will look at pentacles and pentagrams and because of, you know, Southern Baptist propaganda and, and bad horror movies, they equate the pentacle with evil, right? Um, and in fact, what the pentacle symbolizes is the four basic elements of earth, wind, fire, and water, as well as the spirit, which is the tip of the pentagram. Just the tip. So in just a tip. In tarot, the pentagram uh, symbolizes earthy, earthy possessions. Um, it can sometimes be equated with uh, success or finance. Uh, it's earthly belongings, things of the earth. And the image in the Eight of Pentacles is a young man diligently carving pentacles into eight coins, some of which are hung up, some of which he's working on, uh, one of which he's actively working on. And so what this card reminds us to do, and I think this is, I brought this up, this is, a, this is a fortuitous pull, especially when you get the news that you're going to be stuck in quarantine for another four weeks, which is that this card reminds us to put effort into mastering a skill. So, for example, if you're doing a podcast, you put extra work into that podcast. You figure out better ways to entertain your audience. If you're a painter, you maybe look at a different painting technique. If you're a musician, maybe try a different strum or you try to learn a different key or uh, put some effort into your solo work, whatever it may be, whatever the artistic endeavor or uh, it doesn't even have to be artistic, but a specifically artistic endeavor is this is a reminder that this is the time to not just put effort into a project, but really put effort into mastering a certain skill within said project so that it can be the best possible output that you can do. I don't know if that's going to happen with this podcast. <laughs> Every week we're putting that effort in and that skill in. So um, so that's that's the daily tarot reading or the weekly tarot reading for everyone. Hopefully you guys are putting in some effort into whatever your skills are. And um, Ophelia, off air, you were telling me that some people are putting their skills to a different use during this quarantine time. Uh, none of these things are skills. So <laughs> I came across this fucking page. I don't know how I came across it. I, I get into like Google and YouTube holes. So I'll look up one thing. Yeah, like, as one oh, does. And I'll click on suggested video and then click on suggested video. And I was doing that in Google recently because it's what I fucking do. And uh, <laughs> this article's come up and the headline reads, Weird TikTok trend has men dipping their testicles in soy sauce to taste it. So, Wait, how, 
Well, hold on. I have I have some some physics uh, and and anatomy questions to ask first off. So, uh, a, a challenge during we talked about the nude challenge last week, didn't we? We did. Yes. So, a new challenge, mostly on TikTok, is for men to dip their testicles into soy sauce. And then for the men to taste their own testicles okay, dipped so in soy sauce? This is where it gets a little bit sciencey. So it says here, a groundbreaking 2013 study of how mice can taste with their testicles has resurfaced online. Okay. And now everyone on social media is testing this theory by dipping their genitals in soy sauce. So apparently they're trying Why to Why soy sauce though? A, a fucking, I don't know. Why not soy sauce? Like, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't, well, I'm just saying if you were trying to test if your genitals could taste food, wouldn't you try something like, um, I don't know, like a Szechuan sauce, maybe? A cream from bun. McDonald's or like um, or orange juice, maybe? Cream bun, yeah, yeah. Fried, vegan fried rice, you fucking know? Chickpeas? Something you, <laughs> fucking you love chickpeas. Um, I, do. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so basically, all these people on TikTok <laughs> are... Um, I wish we could have video. I wish we could show video on this. We're going to have to start putting this on YouTube so I can share this stuff. Um, but basically, there's a bunch of videos on TikTok of guys dipping their fucking ball sacks into bowls of soy Wait, sauce to see if can... they can taste it. Wait, so you can show... You could show testicles on TikTok? Fucking, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Like, I mean, like, is this like showing nudity or is it like in, inferred dippage going on? Maybe they just put little stars over. <laughs> right. It's like an Instagram. So, okay, I guess the question. The <laughs> yeah, right. So I guess is the question is then can they taste it? Should I grab a bowl of soy sauce? Um, you should. Can no, you taste through your testicles? I can't answer that for you. I don't need to. I have a mouth. But moreover, can mice taste from their testicles? Because apparently that's a, that's a study. that. And again, why would you study this? Why was some right. scientist so, out there being like, you know what I really need to know? What I really need to know? Can mice taste with their ball sacks? Okay, but... Is this a real study? Because, you know, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there is quite a bit on the interwebs that is actually not true. They're called hoaxes. <laughs> Most of these things start on Reddit and 4chan, and dumb people do them, like eating Tide Pods and dipping their balls in soy sauce. Let's have a look. We're very prepared on this show with information <laughs> at, a, at a, a, short, a short keystroke away. It's a pub. It's a publication in the National Academy of Sciences. Well, there you go. Maybe you know what it is. Probably though, it's probably less that that mice can taste with their testicles. So much, so much as that, that you know, because they're so close to the ground, they probably have nerve endings that allow them to have like sensory skills, like across their body, perhaps. You know, so that they can like be mindful of their of what they're walking across, sense food from different regions. Yeah, but why would you need to taste that? It's like you're walking across a fucking snake and you're like, fuck, that tastes like a snake. Better not fucking go you any fucking closer. run, so you run away. <laughs> but Listen, can you just look at it? If, 
I'd be like, that's a snake. Maybe not. Have you seen a snake? They're very uh, stealthy. <laughs> Sometimes your balls are the last line of defense between being eaten by a snake and salvation and freedom. I don't think, I don't think that's a thing. And if you have big balls, can you smell better? Do you have better olfactory senses? Fuck, I don't know. You're the only person that can actually like for for the for the podcast for science. I'm not going to do that. Oh. Sorry. Well, I but here's another tentacles. question. Here's another. Here's another interesting thing about rats and mice. Have you ever heard of Rat Park? Rat Park. Yeah. No. Okay, so here's here's like an interesting thing. So um, a lot of people believe that drug addiction is a byproduct of a chemical imbalance or there's a, or what's called a chemical hook, right? So uh, you do cocaine enough and there's a chemical component that can lead you towards addiction, right? Or uh, maybe in more modern days, people might believe that addiction is more of a, a genetic disposition, right? right? So in an effort to prove the chemical hook theory, scientists put, uh, assuming they're either mice or rats, I guess it was rats, in a, in a small cage, and they would give them um, two vials, one that had pure water and one that had water with cocaine dissolved in it. And they would see which of the two the mouse or the rats would drink from. And in a high percentage of the cases the rats drank from the cocaine water and they overdosed and died. Aww. So this was this was meant to, which is fucked up, stop testing on rats. But this was meant to prove this idea of the chemical hook, right? That it's the chemicals within the compound that are causing the addiction. Well, then some other scientists were saying that doesn't sound quite right, right? They looked at the, they looked at the, the going-ons of the test and how it was put together and they didn't feel like it was really answering the questions adequately. So they created Rat Park. And what they did in Rat Park is it was a much bigger area. Like, let's say it's the size of a living room. And it had wheels to run on. And it had, like, I don't know what rats are into, but, like, rat shenanigans, you know, like building blocks for rats, to had tunnels to go through. And, and there were lots of rats so they could socialize. They, these were social rats, right? right? And uh, they also had two fountains of water, the, the regular water and the cocaine water. And what they found in Rat Park was that they had an extraordinarily low OD rate. In fact, I might say it was zero, but if it wasn't zero, it was very, very low. Um, the rats would occasionally drink from the cocaine water, mostly on Saturday nights. But <laughs> n I don't think any rats OD'd. I think the rats preferred the regular water. And the idea behind this was that it wasn't, in fact, the chemicals that were causing the rats to gravitate towards something that would kill them, but it was the the situation. It was the the um, the uh, the the nature of their situation that would cause them to. I mean, think about it. if you're in a cell, right? If you're yeah. in a prison cell, which is essentially what this rat cage is, and you've got nothing to do, you're bored out of your mind, then you might gravitate towards cocaine water because you've got literally nothing else happening for you. That's true. That's a really really valid point. So how does this relate to ball licking? It doesn't. But how does this relate to being trapped in your home? I think that now is a time that we have to be very, very careful. There's, uh, I read another report that said that like alcoholism, not alcoholism per se, but alcohol consumption is at an all-time high right now. Oh, definitely. I say as I drink a glass of fine Japanese whiskey, uh, much like Gwyneth Paltrow. But um, 
I think we just we have to be careful right now, right? And this all kind of ties into everything that we're talking about. It's like, how are we going to use our time while we're in captivity? You know, do we do things that are reckless in the city, like dipping our balls in soy sauce? Because you know, if people are dipping their balls in soy sauce, someone's going to do sriracha next. We can That's only going to be bad. We can only hope. You know, maybe some of that. Remember those ghost peppers? No. Yeah, it's going to be bad. This is going to end poorly. No, it's going to end fantastically because um, I don't have testicles, so I'm not at risk. Yeah, but we don't need we don't need the world's testicles to start burning off. That's not well. Some people might want it. I don't know. My point being that now is the time to do something productive with your time in captivity and be mindful that it's the situation that you're stuck in that can oftentimes lead us to some destructive habits. Maybe, maybe. Or are there any other or amazing habits? If you, I mean, you might if you like dipping your balls in condiments. Sick, do it. You do you. We're not here to kink shame on coffins and coffee. I need. I must be really clear about that. On we that, just say be careful. On this, on the topic of kink shaming, I was actually uh, through another article I was looking at uh, towards the bottom of this page. Um, so apparently there was this. Um, it's like one of those, you know, you get those websites, they do like medical supplies, but for like naughty time use. No. No, it's, no, it's a thing. So, so essentially okay. there's like um, medical kinks that people have. So you can buy like speculums and you can buy essentially medical testing equipment. Like dentistry? For That could be a thing. That could be a thing. Like needles? Yeah, for some people that's a thing. Gas. Gas masks? Yeah. I mean, heaps and heaps I just of see, stuff. Yeah, I just want to see Little Shop of Horrors now. I'm trying to find where I saw this fucking link. I'm sure it was on one of these pages. But it was like a, um, yeah, a kink medical supply store. Uh, they've essentially started donating a lot of their products um, to hospitals. Because it's all hospital-grade equipment. It's all like sterilized stainless yeah, sure. steel stuff. So a lot of them have started donating a lot but of their like, products to hospitals. But is this like 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 they've got a bunch of medical masks, but they've got like studs on them. So they're going ahead and donating those to hospitals. Or like maybe they've got like, um, I don't know, you know, stirrups slash dildo type devices that they're, so a that lot they're of it's donating. Like, a lot of it's legitimately medical equipment like i just found this page so the page that's the uh, website that's donating is medfet uk which i'm obviously going to look up uh as we discuss this um they have like disposable scrubs um and all that sort of stuff so they've sent them all to um this nhs hospital uh in the uk um and a bunch of let's look up some of their other stuff i need to know what's on here that's pretty amazing and 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 like you know, you've got, um, I mean, you have people from all over coming together. And then you also have people from all over working together to donate to hospitals and to relief workers and to give aid where aid is needed, you know. And, and yet we've got all these billionaires in the world and they ain't doing shit. Yeah. Did you see that? Um, who's the evil Tony Stark guy? Elon Musk. So you have like guys like Elon Musk, <laughs> elongated muskrat, who, the the elongated muskrat who, uh, which uh, apparently he's not that elongated. Um, he donated a bunch of sleep apnea machines instead of br- respiratory machines. Oh my god! Like where's all that technology now? You can fly a Tesla around the world in space, 
playing David Bowie, but you can't create medical supplies fast enough. Yeah, look, he's a fucking potato. So, have I, oh, okay. So I'm on this MedFet site. I found it. So they have things like, you know, there's dental things like hold your mouth open like this. And you're getting yeah, like, people are all fans and, of those. Yeah, and you're getting like stuff down your tish. So you can get them. They have a heap of those, actually. They're like, they have catheters. They have Ugh. disposable skin staplers. Let's go into their new products. What are their new products? Okay. No, we don't need to look at more sex. No, it's cool. It's cool. It's things. cool. Um, <laughs> they have lots of skin staplers. Anyways, what else are people, what else are people doing during this quarantine time? Um, look, there's a bunch of fucking random shit apart from self-catheterizing and all of that sort of stuff. Um, what else did we... Such as? Actually, talking about, you were talking about, um, apparently drinking has gotten to an all-time high. I did see a video this morning. Fuck, I've been on the internet a lot. I did see a video this morning of this guy was going for a run down his street. I'm not sure what city it was in, but it was in the States. And he stopped at every, like, uh... I don't know what you call it. Recycling bin. What do you call your recycling bin? Sure. All right. Recycling bins. The recycling bin. Sick. Um, And literally every one was full of just liquor bottles. Every single one. Yeah. I mean, look, it's understandable. Because again, you have to look at the circumstances. People are trapped. And I see a lot of snide comments online. Like, look, I get it. Celebrities are out of touch. That's, that's obviously evident in in their post but you know when someone like ellen goes online and says oh being trapped at home is like being in a prison yes of course her prison is much nicer than the rest of them but take a moment to think about it and try to be empathetic in some way and look at the larger global issue which is that for a lot of people they do feel like they're trapped in a prison yeah you know, like, yeah, maybe who gives a fuck because Ellen's probably got a giant-ass mansion with, like, all the amenities you could possibly hope for. But for most people, you know, they're one-bedroom, two-bedroom apartments, you know, sharing with roommates. Like, I have friends who, you know, we've talked about oftentimes, you know, living paycheck to paycheck and have very little to do, even even if, let's just assume they're even able to pay their bills. Their ability to do anything beyond that is is almost nothing. Not to mention the fact that we're social beings, you know? Right. And I think that we underestimate our need to be social and to be interactive and just to get out a little bit. It's it's something that most people have never grown up with these kind of regulations before, and they're struggling from it. And then they do weird things, like put their balls in soy sauce, you know? <laughs> and self-catheterize. Um, <laughs> and self-catheterize themselves. There, uh, there was this one that I thought was really funny. Um so this guy's fucking remodeling his bathroom because that's what you do when you're in quarantine. And he thought it would be funny to leave a little treasure under the floorboards for the next person that remodels his bathroom when he sells his house, right? All right. So he's gotten a roll of toilet paper <laughs> and put it in, a, in like a Ziploc bag. And he wrote a note that says, As I pen this, the great toilet paper pandemic rolls on, decimating the Dow while the charm surges. I leave you this rapidly vanishing resource as, as a measure of solidarity. Carry on without us and know that in our final hours, not all of us are willing to wipe away our humanity. I ask only that you pass on this generosity, share the wealth bequeathed to you, turn the other cheek, as it were, 
Whether you buy a yacht, a business, or a portion is given to charity, please do not allow this inheritance to ply you from the morals and ethics you know to be true. Such unexpected splendor has a tendency to flush away what we know best. But hold fast, pay heed to your moral compass, and make that your bottom line. <laughs> I had every intention of hating this story, but that's pretty great. That's excellent. All of the toilet puns. I appreciate I the puns, the wit, the... You know, like that's a, that's the way you make humor out of a situation that kind of sucks. You know, yeah. like that's clever, that's smart. Someone's gonna get that one day, and they're gonna be first be perplexed, and if they're old enough, then they'll remember and they'll get a good laugh out of it. Yeah, unlike people who get shitty tattoos. Oh my god! Of which there are many. There are so fucking many. We were, we were looking at some of these. Like, I, the, PSA, pro tip. A little word from us at Coffins and Coffee. You have to live with that tattoo forever. And while I'm certain that a toilet paper uh, angel butterfly with a with with Joe Exotic holding it snugly as though it was a tiger is going to get you super laid at the next gathering of the Juggalos, but <laughs> at some point you might meet a normal person. Who's not on math. And you might have to explain why you have the dumbest fucking tattoo on earth. Oh my God. So we implore you. Again, we understand. Rats in cages. But like, maybe that's not the best way to act out. No. Maybe getting a tattoo of like, what's what's the panther called? Sucky panther. Ugly panther. Sucky panther. Don't get sucky panther. I mean, fine. Actually, I don't even care if you get sucky panther. Don't get sucky coronavirus tattoos. Yeah. Or right. Or tiger king tattoos. They're just, they're not going to hold and they're not that funny and you're going to look like a geek. Look, some of them are fucking stupid. Like there's a couple that's like, that are all kind of them of are stupid. No, 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 no. <laughs> they're all really stupid because they're not just drawings. They're not memes. If they were memes, that'd be one thing. But like, this is something that is going to be stuck on someone's body long after this crappy joke, pun intended, has passed. Yeah, I want to know where people are getting all these tattoos too, because like I don't know about like are well, all the, based on the quality. I would say prison. Well, are all the tattoo stores closed over there, or I don't know. I mean, they should be, but I mean, people do stuff from their homes. Uh, I'm assuming some of these people may be tattoo artists themselves. Yeah, maybe they got it early on before everything's totally shut. Maybe these people are like are just front runners, you know, and they got their coronavirus tattoos when it was still early. They might have. I don't know. Like, it just seems. I don't know. Mm. Like, there's a couple where you're like, okay, like, that's imaginative. And it's like 10 points, 10 points for creativity. Well, you, but fuck me. You have to explain this. Fucking shit on this your body. So why don't you describe what you're looking at to everyone? Oh, my God. There's a lot of, there's a lot of Tiger King ones on here, so. There's that. Um, which well, where are you on? looking at first? Okay, so I'm looking on one of my favorite pages on Instagram, Sucky Tattoos. They've got over half a million followers. They're fantastic. Um, because much like the people who enjoyed Tiger King, Americans specifically love to watch train wrecks. Right. And there's a whole lot of train wreck on this bullshit. Um there is a bunch of sucky panther coronavirus tattoos, which is sick. 
Um, no, pants it's not. Great. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, but look, okay, it's a gag, and if you have a lot of tattoos, it kind of okay. You could probably sneak that one in there, but like I saw, I was browsing through that page, and I saw so many of them with toilet paper tattoos. Right. Like what the fuck? There's like who's gonna think that's funny in five five minutes? Sorry. This one that I'm looking at, it's a very short video. It's in Florida, which shouldn't surprise me. Shocking. Florida man strikes again. So this guy, and there's there's a few things that are hilarious about this video, and not in a funny way. He's resting his arm on a stack of toilet paper. He's got a... This is the tattoo. (laughs) No, this is the guy that's getting tattooed, Okay. He's resting his arm on a stack of toilet paper while drinking a beer. He has a medical mask in his hand. So not on his face, in his hand. He's getting tattooed on someone's couch. The person doing the tattoo is only wearing one fucking glove. And the piss poor tattoo he's getting is like a fucking penny sized bottle of hand sanitizer right in the middle of his thigh. Yeah. I, I remember, I forget what, it, what the image was now, but there was someone who had this giant, I mean, it looked like it was from hip to knee, giant coronavirus tattoo on their thigh. Oh, and yeah. it was a sizable thigh. It's like, what the Like, fuck? why? Why do you do that? Because... This is why we have, this is why socialization is important. Because if when, when you take that basic human right away from people, they do crazy things. Right. Like get stupid coronavirus tattoos all over their body that are not going to be funny. They're not even funny now. It definitely won't be funny later. There is one here that says that bitch Carol Baskin, and they've left the E off the end of their name, so they've just written it underneath. <laughs> Did you see that series? You know what? I tried. To, I wanted to like it. I wanted to. Unpopular opinion. I got through about three episodes. I'm like, I mean, this is fucking okay. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. It, but it's... I think that it's... Um, well, look, again... At least in America, we love a good train wreck, right? There's nothing. There's no no American pastime that we like more than laughing at someone less fortunate than us. Wow. Or in, or in shittier situations, and you know, Tiger King hits all those notes, right? You've got these. You know, the really the main story, the main focus is obviously Joe Exotic, right? Who is a walking, living juxtaposition. He's a flamboyantly kinky gay man, cowboy. Tiger owner who walks around with a six sheet of strap to his hip and has a handlebar mustache, but also has a cock ring and two gay lovers who are actually not gay spoilers, but are actually just on meth. And he feeds his tigers left like expired meat from Walmart. And he's got an obsession with a lady who this is in Oklahoma, just north of my home state in Texas. And he's got an obsession with this lady who also owns a tiger sanctuary in florida to the point where he conjures up a a hit on her which is what lands him in jail spoilers i just liked his mullet that's all i took away from that series and it was not ironic either no but you know like you know he ran for you know he ran for president oh fuck me really i mean yeah and then when he didn't get um we didn't obviously get anywhere as (laughs) as a presidential candidate shocking he ran for governor of Oklahoma. He got like 4% of the vote. Fuck. Which is not, which is not nothing. I mean, it's not, obviously he didn't win. It was nowhere close, but like, it's not nothing. But people still voted for him. how many people him. in Oklahoma. That's what I'm saying. 4% or whatever the number was. 
Like, that's enough people thought either fuck it, it's funny, or they genuinely thought that he'd be, you know, look, you got a country that voted for Trump. Like, voting for Joe Exotic is really not that much of a stretch. In fact, I would argue that Joe Exotic probably would make a better commander-in-chief than Trump would. Well, I mean, Trump's looking to get him pardoned, right? I saw something to the effect of him saying he would look into it, which kind of sounds like when you're like, hey, babe, you should work out today. I'm like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you might be fucking right. It's like Trump's been looking into just doing presidential things for like the past fucking four years. But like, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, you know, one of the things I think that's kind of a takeaway from that series, like you have this guy, right, who is just an, an absolute walking train wreck. He He basically allegedly convinced two straight men to be his gay lovers' husbands. Um, because he fed them meth and bought them things like trucks and guns. And he plots to murder someone who has done really nothing to him other than uh, decry some of his, his business practices. And yet the takeaway from most people is that Carol Baskins killed her husband, which she may or may not have, you know. But um, it's pretty telling that that's that she becomes the villain of this show when you've got this absolute and total train wreck of a madman <laughs> plotting to kill people who goes to prison, who abuse, they all abuse the tigers in some fashion. But we That's love really Joe Exotic, all, apparently. But we love, we love Joe Exotic. Exactly. And so it's kind of telling to the mindset that people come away with and how conditioned they are to, to see the, the evil woman in stories, right? The villainous as it were, right? The Ursula to his Ariel. Are you saying that fucking Joe Exotic is Ariel? <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect fit. Think about that. Look at Here's this okay. Look, if you guys want to get a shitty tattoo, if you guys want to get a shitty tattoo, get Joe Exotic tattooed as Ariel. Like, do a mashup of that. Fuck. And then it'll be okay. I'll you'll pay get the, for it. You'll get the coffins and coffee <laughs> stamp of approval. We'll pay for it. Seriously. But yeah, listen. If you if you're bored and you want to act out and exercise your freedom in some way a joe exotic ariel the mermaid mashup in the style and the artistic stylings of sucky panther is really your only op- is really your only option oh my if you god want to be one of the cool kids send us your artwork i want to see joe exotic ariel sucky panther mashup art i, I will give a hundred i will personally send a hundred dollars to anyone who goes to get that tattoo. <laughs> and then like a hundred people go and get it. Like, fuck. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. I always send a hundred dollars to the first person <laughs> who contacts me with the tattoo on their body yeah. to reimburse them. Not everyone. God, don't need an army of sucky panther Joe Exotic aerial tattoos. The world can only handle one. There can be only one. So what else is in the world of wacky news this week? I mean, there's fucking lots of stupid shit. What's his name? Old mate Jude said he wanted to talk about Yeah, what about Jude? He wanted to talk about Chia Pets. I'm sorry, you have to explain that. I have no idea what you're talking about. A Chia Pet. Yeah, I know what a Chia Pet is. What what are you talking about? I'm going to put that thing on Facebook and I'm like, oh, what should we talk about at the podcast? Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, so we did a call. So for everyone who doesn't know... Um, we did a call to arms because this is community 
and we believe that you are host of the show as much as us. And so Ophelia put out a post asking what we should do this show about. Our friend, dear old Jolly Jude S. Walko, Jude S. Walko, said Chia Pets. We should talk <laughs> about Chia Pets. Now, there's probably a whole generation of people who have no idea what a Chia Pet is. So let me enlighten anyone who may or may not be familiar with this. So a Chia Pet was a thing that was popularized in the 80s, wherein they mailed you or you could buy a ceramic animal, like a bison, right? And then within embedded within the bison in the grooves of the bison bison grooves it's my new musical stylings were alfalfa sprouts and then you would water said you put mud sort of dirt mud over the over the um buffalo and you'd water it and then it would grow the the the, the alfalfa sprouts would sprout and you'd have a buffalo covered in fur so to <laughs> and speak that's essentially it <laughs> That's all it was. And that's it. So, and that was the magic of it. So upon receiving this request, I immediately got fucking cheer pets. Oh, are they still a thing? Holy fucking shit. Okay, listen to me when I say. You can buy these at Walmart now. You can get the fucking Karate Kid. You can get Groot. What? You can get Yoda. You can get... Bob Ross? Well, this doesn't make sense, though, because the whole... Okay, Bob Ross makes sense. This doesn't make sense, though, because the whole point of the Chia Pet was that these sprouts acted as though fur, right? Right. Baby Yoda doesn't have any fur. No, it's Yoda, and he has little bits of fur. You can get gizmo from the Not Gremlins. enough to warn a Chia Pet. That'd be like asking... That'd be like having a Mr. Clean Chia Pet. What about Sophia from the Golden Girls? Okay, that one's good. That one and Bob Ross are clever. And Dustin. That's pretty cool. Dustin from Stranger Things. I just worked with him. I know you did. You can also hey get guys. the cool emoji. Hey, guys. Welcome to my new prank show. Was he cool? He's very nice. I didn't talk to him that much. Oh. That's um, so- pro tip. For those of you who are thinking that going to the grocery store is a chore, it's difficult, um, everything's out of stock, go get yourself a Chia Pet. And grow your own alfalfa sprouts that you can use as nourishment during these challenging times. And put your money towards something else more useful, like a Joe Exotic aerial mashup tattoo in the style of a Sucky Panther tattoo. Why is there no Joe Exotic Chia Pet? Because he just came out. Just wait. Wait till next. Give it time. Oh, you know what's going to suck? If this coronavirus lifts before Halloween, all you're going to see is fucking Joe Exotics everywhere. It's going to be worse than when, like, the, a, jo- a movie with the Joker comes out. It's going to be ten times that. Are we sexy Joe Exotic? Are we a bunch of chicks running around in almost nothing with mullets? But they should have real mullets. Like, if you're going to go as Joe Exotic, okay, shave a proper mullet into your head. Be, yeah. Don't just be, just don't be, don't be Joe Exotic for one day of the year. Be Joe Exotic for every day of the year. Right. So, lots of people are, like, cutting their own hair in quarantine. Don't cut bangs. Cut a mullet. So why? Well, okay. Why is that? Why are so many people cutting their hair during the the quarantine times? Um, I did read a thing a while ago that was saying that people are doing it because they have no control. So essentially, they have mm-hmm. no control over what's happening. So they're like, you know, in their mind, the you know the deep recesses of the soul, they're like, I need something to control. I'll cut my fucking hair. I'll color my hair. I'll shave off my eyebrows. 
so this is really this is really like some small measure of control that someone can have when they feel like they have otherwise no control over the happenings of their lives. Right, exactly. It's like psych- deeply psychological. It's not just for yucks. Like, it's a thing. Could we be in the end of the world? Let's just think about that for a moment. Could we be at the end of times? Like the biblical end of times? I mean, Wasn't fucking, plague one of them? There are a Donald Trump chia pets. Ugh. Doesn't even make sense. It should only be chia. It should only be alfalfa seeds at the top of the, I think, the beginning it is. of his it's head. And then you comb it down. No, 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 no. But you know what I'm saying? Like you should only be able to grow alfalfa sprouts like in the in the front line of his head, and then you've got to slick it and comb it back to cover the rest. If we're being authentic, yeah. he does not have a full head of hair. Like there's like Bernie Sanders. There's a Bernie Sanders cheer pet. I'm fucking buying it. That one's rad. I'm really sad. That's I used to have a. Sick. I used to have a Bernie or Death shirt, um, but I would have died, so I I, I don't have it any longer. Mm. And it was one of those Sad. like cheap shirt material too, the one that's like oh, super yeah. thick and like really tight around your neck. So, Gildan. Yes, not a fan of that. Not a fan of no, that. I'd rather have death by Iranian bombs and plagues. Fuck. Than, than that shirt. <laughs> there is a Chewbacca chia pet, and it's just his face sticking. <laughs> now, okay, what are what are some chia pets that have yet to begin made? I mean, obviously, we could say Joe Exotic. That's obvious. But who who else is deserve- I think like uh, old school Kareem Abdul Jabbar could make a pretty cool chia pet. A fucking pretty dope. what? Kareem Abdul Jabbar, the basketball player. I have Back no fucking idea had- who that is. So Kareem Abdul Jabbar was a basketball player, predominantly in the seventies, who had a in his heyday a pretty big afro, who fought Bruce Lee in the movie Game of Death, which he never oh, finished. Right. There is there is a version out there where they used. I think they use like unfinished clips and I think they probably use like a, like a stand in and some clips from other places to like sort of finish the movie. It's real right. shite. But the fight scene between him and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is in that movie and it's awesome because Kareem Abdul was like seven, seven feet seven and Bruce Lee was five foot six. So there was like a two foot difference between them. Fuck. <laughs> it was awesome it's an awesome site but i think kareem is worthy of having a cheap pet dedicated to him well i think you should write to them and ask them because i mean you've got fucking golden girls man you've got llamas you've That's got pennywise true. the clown fucking predator predator doesn't have any fucking hair what so well he's got the dreadlocks oh yeah but this makes him look like it's like <laughs> I'll send you the link so you can see it. It's um, it makes you it look like describe this it. Disgu- it's like this weird bob. <laughs> the predator. Yeah. Is he a Karen? Oh my god! Have you heard that people are saying that Karen is a slur? Fucking what? Yeah, there's a group of people, mostly Karens. Who are going around on Twitter trying to make the argument that the the term Karen is a slur, that it's oh, get classist and misogynist and ageist. Um, Karen, which is a super Karen thing age. to say. Oh, Karen's age. They definitely Karen, do. Well, no, I mean like Karen being a Karen spans 
fucking age. It spans race. It spans class. It spans everything. You can be a fucking Karen and be anybody. What do you think there are the stages? Like if you took it to me, if there is a Karen butterfly, right? What are the stages? I imagine that they must start as, uh, you know, those Han Solo outfits that basic chicks wear. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I live feel like fall in America. Like I feel like that is like the moth version of the butterfly Karen. Okay, so for those, explain to people that, that may not know what you are calling, what you think the that Han, outfit is. The Han Solo outfit. Okay, the so uh, outfit. it's it's the high boots over skinny jeans with a long sleeve shirt, and then uh, in America, I don't know if it's the same in Australia, but in America, it's really popular with basic folks to not warm their arms. Like they're huge on these fleece and fluffy vest, which offer like right. the most minimal of protection against the elements, but it's very popular and it looks like a bunch of most predominantly women dressed as Han Solo. Right. And I feel thing. like this is, this is like the early stages of Karenism. Like, if you yeah. find yourself wearing a Han Solo outfit and ordering a PSL and um, uh, celebrating uh, uh, Cinco uh. de Mayo racistly, then you might be on your path to being a Karen. Okay, you can drink pumpkin spice lattes, but when you start referring to them as PSLs, you might be a Karen. Listen, listen, there is a, it's like the path to the dark side. There, there are off, there's off ramps, but you have to recognize the signs early, because right. unlike unlike drugs, there is a chemical hook to Karenism. You drink right. enough PSLs, and you're on the way. Have you ever found yourself in a restaurant and and something isn't made to your specifications, and you completely disregard the fact that the restaurant might be busy or perhaps you're not the only person there, and you find yourself wanting to speak to the manager? You're a Karen. You're well on your way. You're well on your way to being a Karen. I'm I'm convinced and that Karens that Karens basically start their lives as a butterfly tramp stamp. And then they grow around Ooh, good the call. Tattoo. Yeah. Right. But they okay. grow around the tattoo. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe it's like a it's like a, it's like a it's like a um a prediction for the future. You know? Right. Like you get you get the butterfly tattoo because you think it's cute, but really it's a premonition of you entering into Karen butterfly status. Right, we better cocoon exactly. at this point. Things to watch out for, folks. These are crazy times. These are times when we're trapped in solitude, often many of us. And the path to the dark side of Karenism is strong. So we must be very vigil and look out for one another. And friends don't let friends become Karens. Yeah. Fight your urges. Fight your Karenistic and urges. Hopefully we don't go there. Um, hopefully the next presidential debate between Biden and Trump is moderated by Boris Johnson without a mask <laughs> in close proximity. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we got to have fair and balance. I'm just right. calling for fair and balance. Who better? Who you knows know who politics better? You know who needs to run? And I've, I've only, I'm only saying this because as we were talking about the presidency. Fucking uh, Joe Exotic. <laughs> no. Listen, if if it came down, if you had to give me the options between Joe Exotic, Biden, 
and Trump. I'm voting for Joe Exotic every time. I'm voting for Carol Baskins. I'm voting for the fucking tiger at this stage. That's like asking me, oh, hey, so, like, which STD do you want? The like... curable one. <laughs> Joe Exotic. 2020. No. No. Get her well, done. Someone, I've, I've just had a few more comments on my post here. Someone wants us just to discuss Tommy Wiseau. Oh, that's your favorite topic. I'll hand that off to you. I fucking love Tommy Wiseau. My God. I, it's funny because I actually watched The Disaster Artist for like the fifth time again yesterday. It's great. It's so good. My God. He's fucking hilarious. Have you ever been on his Facebook page? No. Oh my God. You should go on it right now. It's, it's no. hilarious. Like, never has a character been, or a person, been so accurately portrayed. Well, the thing about him is he's, he is, he, you know, he, here's the, the appeal with Tommy Wiseau is the same appeal as Joe Exotic, right? It's, he's this fucking character. He's just, just this guy, this eccentric guy, far less dangerous, far as I know, hasn't murdered it or attempted to murder anyone, but he's just oddball guy. With, and at least with Tom, and not look at least with Tommy Wiseau, and maybe you could say this with Joe Exotic. I don't know really, but like they followed a passion, right? Beyond expectations and talent, and any semblance of knowledge, they followed their dream. And on some level, <laughs> I think that we respect that. It's like Danzig's Verotica. Oh my God, that's a whole other podcast for another day. You know, I watch, I got the opportunity to watch the LA premiere of Veronica, and Danzig came out to do a, um, to do a, uh, um, you know, question and answer afterward, mm. and we all laughed throughout the entire thing at parts that were not intended to be hilarious, but um, he <laughs> took like it in good stride. Much like the room, it was exactly like the room. Like I wouldn't recommend people watch Veronica by themselves; it's gonna suck. But like, watch Veronica on a Zoom since we're all in quarantine right now, um, in a Slack, maybe in virtual reality. Maybe we'll do that in the grindhouse. Figure out a way to somehow communicate with a group of your friends and watch that movie, and preferably with a drink or some sort of nice plant life crop. And you're going to – it's going to be something that brings you guys closer together. It's like – it's like that, oh, what was that bloody Cradle of Filth movie that Danny Filth did? Cradle of Fear. It, Cradle Dear of Fear. Fuck. I've never seen that. It's fucking bad. But the difference is, okay, so that movie was bad, but it was great because it was fucking terrible. I could not tell you what the fuck that movie is about. I have no idea. But it had these sweet, like, old school, like, effects, like, like gore makeup, like... It, it was cool. It was cool whether yeah, right. the story right. was good or not. I have no idea what that fucking story was about, but that was kind of cool. Was but there it was, was there competent? It was funny. Was there competent filmmaking behind it at least? Um, I'm not sure who actually made it. Let's have a look. No, no. I mean, beyond that, I mean, just like as you watched it, would you say that there is like <sighs> like the, the, that at least there was like you know there's like there's lots of movies that are competently shot that are just not very good, but like. Like with like with in the in the case of erotica, for example, there's just a, a total lack of competent filmmaking across the board. And I'm not blaming it on the crew. Apparently this this movie turned out exactly the way Glenn Danzig wanted, so props for that. But like, you know, at a certain point it's kinda like you don't have professionals doing your work. It's gonna look exactly like what it's gonna look like. 
Yeah, I mean, the cinematography wasn't fucking terrible. I mean, it wasn't the best thing I've ever seen. Like, I've never fucking heard of this director. Alex Shandon. He worked in the art what department on Lockstock. But that's All it. right. Well, look, he's probably a homie. And they made a, you know, <laughs> yeah. they made a... They made the best effort that they could. And look, hey, they put their art out there. And I bet you people yeah. enjoy it. Whether they enjoy it because it's so bad it's good or they enjoy it because they enjoy it or they enjoy it because um, the the special effects work makes it worthwhile. Whatever the reason, they put their art out there. You know, They put their skill out there. But maybe they need to follow the advice of our tarot card for the day, the Eight of Pentacles, and put a little bit more effort into mastering their craft <laughs> so that their next outing is perhaps a little bit more digestible in a non-ironic manner. Just like DM him on Twitter and be like, yo. I'm just going to flip him an image of the card and be like, hey, man, (laughs) just a suggestion. Right. Do it. He'll be like, what? (laughs) I think that's all he's done. I think that was the last thing that he did, actually. Look, it wouldn't even be be the strangest thing that has occurred uh, in this last week. And... Along with Death to America trending on Twitter, also OnlyFans is Twittering, which is another option, I suppose, if you are looking for a way to kill the time and you've already watched all of the Tiger King and you've planted your um, your your Bernie Sanders what's Chia, uh, what's, Chia Pet, yep, your Bernie Sanders Chia Pet, and uh, you've already watched both Cradle of Fear and Veronica. And there's only one thing left. Dipping your nuts in soy sauce. On OnlyFans. Because there's no point in doing that for free. And then selling the soy sauce that you dipped your balls in. Perfect. See, we here at Coffins and Coffee not only want to entertain you, but we want to help you during this dark time where we know that lots of people's incomes have dried up. So, just a suggestion. And if you do it, please let us know. We'll subscribe. We'll support it. If your whole OnlyFans is to dip your genitalia in soy sauce, then cool, we'll support it. And in general, all joking aside, if that's it's if if that is how you're getting by during these dark times, we also support that because it's not about looking down at people who are working class of any working class of any job. It's about supporting one another, and it's about trying to find humor to lighten the mood during this time, and it's about making whatever efforts are needed to make sure that one another are treated, uh, are taken care of and are treated well. Like my favorite philosopher, Bill and Ted once said, be excellent to one another. And how right he was. And with that, this has been Coffins and Coffee. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on Spotify. We're on Spotify now. And follow our Instagram at Coffins and Coffee and also our Twitter do we have any other pages? No, that's it at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> so follow far. Facebook. We, we don't want to over. We're not going to get a TikTok. I don't think we're not going to do. No. We're not going to over. We're not going to bombard you guys with pages to follow. But we got a couple. Follow follow us and make sure to tune in every Thursday. And once again, thank you very much from Ophelia and Dave. This has been Coffins and Coffee. Good night and good luck. Peace. <laughs>